so excited because we are doing the recap of the Canadian Grand Prix. This is your favorite drive to survive fan. Grab your favorite snack, a glass of water, a cup of tea or coffee, or a shot of your favorite alcohol if you're a desperate Ferrari fan just like me. And let's get going! I'm very excited, um, probably because this is my final period, so I'm barely hanging on on no sleep, three latte, and two monsters. I'm actually drinking one monster right now. So cheers, everyone. So what happened this week? We're gonna start in order and start with my quick word-stopping moment. First of all, yesterday or the day before, Secret, Secret Invasion is finally out on Disney+. Plus. And if you listen to my previous podcast episode, I am indeed a big Marvel fan. So this is really excited. I try to avoid spoilers, so don't spoil it for me, please. I don't want to know. I haven't watched the first episode yet, so I don't know what's happening in that show. I don't know. I really don't know. And I'm very excited to watch it. Marvel is the love of my life. I'm currently wearing my Bucky Barnes um, t-shirt. So, yeah. Big, big, big Marvel gal. Anyway... Let's continue to the second word stopping moment. I'm trying to go as fast as possible. I need to chill down. I told you too many Red Bull and monsters added on top of each other is not good for your health, your body or your brain. I'm still doing it because otherwise I won't survive. By the way, my hair are currently drying. So people that will only listen to the podcast don't really give a fuck. But... Sorry for TikTok, that does look weird, but I have curly hair and I have also bangs. So let's say that it's not very smooth. This is not very Carlos Sainz. This is not very smooth, operator dry process for curly hair with bangs. My, my bangs are dry, but my hair are not. So that looks very messy. And we don't care. <laughs> we don't give a shit about my life. I do realize that, but... I wanted to pinpoint this because they do look bad. Another word-stopping moment, the two other that I have, will be related to um, Formula 1 and more precisely to the Canadian Grand Prix. So, first of all, <laughs> Fernando Alonso acting like a mom to Lance Stroll, doing some sneaky, annoying little pictures when he's not looking. There's this one clip that has been on TikTok. And also, Fernando Alonso, or at least his team, made a TikTok out of it, where you can see, like, Lance walking. They are walking inside of the hospitality. And, and Fernando takes pictures of Lance, but then Lance realizes it turns around and tries to grab the phone. I've never seen a dynamic that it's more like child parents than this. Like, this is such a motherly, a motherly instant. Like, I would do this to my mom all the time because she would take pictures of me at the most random moment and I hated it. Like, I would look completely... Like, I look like I was coming out of the madhouse and she'll be like, oh, that's a wonderful time to take a picture of Selma. 
No, it's not, Mom. It will never be okay. I'm so mad for that. I will hold grudge all my life. And then she will put it in the living room as if it was a proud picture to have. Anyway, now there is another. I don't know how I never heard this radio of Charles Leclerc. So basically, yes, it's a very recent word-stopping moment. It literally happened yesterday. I was in my bed at 3 a.m. trying to fall asleep. I couldn't. And I go on TikTok, scroll down, which is the worst thing to do when you're trying to sleep, by the way. But I still did it. I look at the... <laughs> I scroll on TikTok and then I found a clip of someone telling like, oh, what are the Formula One references that I use all the time? And then she put out a picture where it says, oh, come on, la putain de Saras. So for my non-Frenchy people, my non-Frenchies, um, I cannot translate la putain de Saras um, in English. It's like for fuck's sake. But it, for fuck's sake, it is not even enough to translate what like la putain de Saras means. And so then she displayed the clip and it's Charles Leclerc at Spa 2020. I made small small research, um, so it's Spa 2020. By small research, I mean literally two seconds before I play record on uh, my computer. I looked it up on TikTok and people say Spa 2020 or Spa 2021, uh, 20, uh, uh, 2019. I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, I said Spa 2020. We'll keep it like that. If it's 2019... I don't give a shit, honestly, and who cares? And it's Charles doing a pit stop, but the pit stop takes a lot of time, like a lot of time. And he's very frustrated. You can hear it by the way he's breathing, like he's breathing very, he he's inhaling air very deeply and taking it out. And you can like, you can imagine the rage that's coming out of this man. And he stopped the car. <laughs> Oh, come on! La putain de sa race! <laughs> so, even if this guy is from Monaco, let me tell you that this is the Frenchiest thing ever. La putain de sa race is the Frenchiest insult in the whole world. I will, I'm using la putain de sa race all the time. <laughs> I say la putain de Saras constantly or anything related to Saras at the end. This is our typic insult and I love it. And this is the sass, like the, the hate in his voice. Oh, come on, la putain de Saras. <laughs> and then what's even funnier is... <laughs> Anyway, and so yeah, and just after you can hear the little voice of this fucking this fucking man named Xavi, our least favorite engineer, that goes like, and radio off, radio off. <laughs> you can you can pre you can almost hear the tear falling on his cheeks. I don't know if Xavi speaks French, but from the way 
Carlo, um, Carlos, from the way Charles just spoke, you can s- no, you know he's mad. And he's like, radio off, radio off, take your finger out of the fucking radio, Charles. Like, <laughs> but he has such a like a tiny voice because he knows Charles is really mad. He's like, radio off and radio off. <laughs> That was just iconic. I love it. And um, yeah, just glad to have witnessed this. Like literally so glad to have witnessed this. It, it, it is just iconic and I will never forget it. And this will be also my favorite F1 um, reference I will continue to do. I do F1 references, radio ref- references all the time, all the time. Um, I have a friend, his name is Michael. You can imagine that his life is not very easy with me. No, Michael, this is so not right. Michael, no. (laughs) I say this on a regular basis. I say this. The poor man cannot escape this this quote from uh, Total Wolf. I do believe that my Total Wolf is kind of good. Um, I do believe that my, oh, come on. Charles Leclerc is kind of good, but I'm not good at impression. I need to stop doing this. I'm embarrassing myself. But yeah, um, this will be my new favorite radio moment that I will continue to say all the time. Oh, come on, la putain de sas. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's it for my world stopping moment of this week. We're going to jump in into what happened during the race. So free practice, one, two, three, quality, and then the race on itself. I watched, I watched all the free practice. Um, I spent 40 minutes uh, waiting for free practice one to start again. I was like, this is going to be a long, long day. <laughs> I came back from school. I was happy to watch free practice. I was actually a bit late. So I literally only watched two minutes of free practice one before it stopped and it was done. Done. Bye-bye. Terminado. Ciao. Um, Yeah, it's over. (laughs) Nothing. Just watching ground dogs walking around. Um, (laughs) That was very funny. Um, So yeah, the camera issues and also um, I don't know who caused the the red flag. I don't remember who originally caused the red flag, but yeah. What did happen also in free practice, I think it was free practice too, if I'm, um, I'm, I'm remembering correctly. It's like Fernando Alonso calling Yuki blind. <laughs> who is the blind guy in the, al- in the, in the AlphaTauri? And the <laughs> engineer Fernando goes like, it's Yuki. Yuki is the blind guy. <laughs> Again, iconic moment. I'm sorry, but this is just, this is so precious to me. I love radio's moment like that. Um, Obviously, it's not a great time for the drivers. I did feel bad for Yuki. I was like the poor man. Especially with later in Quali, Shal calling him a dickhead. I was like, my God, poor Yuki. (laughs) The poor man. Please don't make Yuki cry. He does not deserve this. He, he lost his, he lost, he didn't, the guy is not dead, but he did post also on Instagram that the social media 
um, cr content creator or manager, whatever, of Avatari, who is also his best friend, he said it in the post, that he was also his best friend, is going away. And he is getting insulted by all every driver on the grid. Fernando Alonso, something kind of typical, honestly. We all know Fernando Alonso. But I'm, I'm, I'm scared of the love triangle between Pierre, Charles and Yuki. There is some tension here. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to be at the dinner, uh, dinner thing where Pierre invites Charles and Yuki because there's going to be some tension to... Yeah, they need to talk it out. <laughs> the dickhead. But... It is his thing. Like Charles also said this in uh, in Brazil. I think it was last year Brazil, when he said to Lando that Lando was a dick. So I mean, these guys are sometimes on the verge of like just <laughs> throwing themselves in the uh, in the car, <laughs> in the car just next to them, be like "fuck you, mate," and I and I get it. I would be s such a bad Formula One driver because I hold grudge so badly so 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 badly like i really hold grudge i'm a scorpio this is a scorpio thing i have a, my moon is in leo i hold grudge i would be the worst formula one driver as if i had the, the ability to be a formula one driver first of all i'm 183 uh, i'm one meter 83 so i'm literally the only two people who are taller than me on the grid are esteban ocon and alex Albon. And I think Alex Albon actually is kind of my height. I'm not even sure he's that much taller than me. So this is ridiculous. I I, I could not be a Formula One driver. Like it is impossible. But um, I don't have also the the, <laughs> the reflex. I'm really bad. I'm very clumsy. I would literally just trying to get into the Formula car, Formula One car would be like the mission of my life. I would f I will hold for dear life. I would fall all the time. Um, but yeah, um, I, other than that, let's all imagine I have the abilities. I cannot pretend. Like, I'm a very competitive person. Honestly, I love how I bitch on Max competit competitiveness, but I would be the same, honestly. I'm very competitive, but I play it cool. That's why also people say that I'm Daniel Ricciardo, because I do have this, like... I'm, I'm a very competitive person, but I love to joke around. But I do hold grudge very badly. This one incident between Esteban Ocon and um, Max Verstappen, it was the Turkish Grand Prix, Grand Prix, I don't remember which year, where Max pushed um, push Esteban and go like, yeah, you want to fight? Let's fight. It will be me at the end of every session, of every Grand Prix, of every Grand Prix or every quality of every Grand Prix. If someone gets in my way, you'll end up in the wall. <laughs> Or if you're trying to get... I would be so bad. I would be so bad. I would be the worst. I would go and like slash tires when everyone is gone from the garage. I don't care. <laughs> I would be like slashing tires. <laughs> like put myself like a, a, a wig and just go around with a cap from the team and just slash tires. <laughs> Ruin people's engine. <laughs> I would be terrific. But... You know what? Because I'm very strategic. Nobody would ever know it's me. I'm a mastermind. Just like our queen, Taylor Swift, just said it. I'm a mastermind. I don't know why I was talking about me being a Formula 1 driver. I don't know why I talked about this, but um, 
Yeah, oh, it was coming from Yuki holding grudge. Anyway, <laughs> we, we need to move on. Let's keep going. Also, free practice. This is another proof that Ferrari fans simply cannot be happy. We will talk about quality, but I'm simply talking about free practice three in particular. Like, Charles and Carlos doing amazing times. Like, really impressive. Actually, kind of matching the pace of the Red Bull. Now, we all know that Ferrari is really good on one lap. But this was repetitive and Charles was taking pole very regularly. And Carlos was also very on the top. Like, they were in the top four all the time after every lap. And at some point, Max couldn't even catch up the pace. But of course, something... An incident must need to happen. Carlos crash. I do believe that it's maybe Alex Albon that has been sending bad vibes because <laughs> Carlos was kept just impeding um, Alex during free practice. And we're going to talk about Carlos impeding people just in a second because we need to talk about quality for that. But he was already impeding people in FP3, like all the time. Alex Albon... <laughs> Again, I would be Alex Albert, I would literally get out of my car, take a hammer, and do a Joss Verstappen, and go like smashing heads. <laughs> like planting people with knives. Um, yeah, I would pull out a Joss Verstappen moment. I am not a violent person. I, I promise I'm, I'm a very cool person, I'm very chill, I'm always smiley, but yeah. I do have this temper that comes around. I will definitely not leave my kid as a... As, as, I would never leave a kid in a gas station because he didn't win. But, you know, sometimes my impulsive thoughts win. And that, that's how I started this podcast. My impulsive thoughts won and I just play record. And now we're doing a third episode um, of this podcast. And I'm putting videos on internet, on TikTok out of nowhere. So, you know, you never really know. Um what these impulsive thoughts can push you to do. And sometimes it is just doing a podcast and sometimes it is slamming heads on the table. I never did this, actually. I never will because um, I pretend I'm tough, but um, I'm a crybaby. I'm hypersensitive. I cry myself to sleep way too regularly. I'm doing amazing. Life is great. (laughs) Life is good, I promise. Wow. No, but uni is kicking my ass right now. My finals are literally... This is a period I'm I'm really, really overwhelmed emotionally. Not in a bad way. Like, not I'm sad or something. I'm just overwhelmed by every situation. Everything that's coming in my way, I'm just like, oh, I cannot take this anymore. So, yeah. Anyway... Let's go to Quali. What happened in Quali? So many things happen. But my biggest takeaway from Quali is Carlos, babe, please look at your mirrors. They are here for a reason. Don't trust your engineer. You're in Ferrari. You know what happened in Monaco. You know what happened with Charles at his home race with Lando in the fucking tunnel. Do not trust the engineer, Carlos. Please, babe, look at the mirrors. <laughs> look, they are here for a reason. This is actually the name of the episode. Carlos, babe, look at the mirrors. They are here for a goddamn reason. <laughs> Literally, the 
Oh my god, the argument. First of all, Alex Alban already insulting, not insulting, but like being mad at Carlos in during free practice put me in an uncomfortable situation because I love Alex Alban and Carlos Sainz is in my top four drivers. Like literally, he is like, I have four drivers that I support all the time. They're my favorite drivers and four of them. And I can like not really pick an order because it changed from period. And right now also I'm in my Carlos era. I'm deep, deep down in my Carlos era. I do believe that it's because of my friend, Hannah. Hannah, if you go, if you listen to this podcast, love you. She is the biggest Carlos girlies that I know. And she really put me through it. I think since, I don't know when it switched, but I really become a Carlos girlies. I always have been, but right now I'm in my very deep down Carlos era. And of course this needs to happen when, in my, when, I, when I am in my Carlos era. Like, it cannot happen on another day. Like, I'm unlucky. I'm just unlucky. Uh, this is terrible. I always choose the wrong team to support, the wrong people. I'm always in the losing team. But you know what? I keep a big smile on my face, even if it hurts a lot. Literally, I'm a Ferrari fan living in the Netherlands. That's That should be enough for you to know that pain is just following me. Being a Ferrari fan... With the orange army is the worst thing I could I could make myself live, like go through. Like what why? Why am I doing this? Why? 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 Anyway, so yeah, the incidents between um Pierre and Carlos was chaotic. Um first of all I must say that whereas it's Charles, Carlos or Esteban. No, not Carlos, whereas it's Charles, Esteban or Pierre when they go out of their cars, they usually talk to the French um, television um, diffuser, which is Canal Plus, um, all the time. They go to them. And that's what happened with Pierre. The anger of that man speaking in French. And also, the, I, I do believe that they speak in French. Well, the way they speak in French and the words they use are way more powerful and... I'm very lucky because I do believe that every driver, I think that Carlos, when he speaks in Spanish, you should rely on what he says in Spanish and really look at the word choice because, you know, it's his mother tongue. He knows the word. When I get mad in English, you can tell if I'm mad or my, just, you can just tell my emotion when I speak in English by the way I say fuck. <laughs> if I say it. Like, in, in a joyful way, if I use it as a comma, or if I have a deep voice. Like, this is the way to tell my emotions. But the way I formulate things, the, it's it, it doesn't really matter the way I say sentences in, in English, because they are very plain. Especially when you have, like, high emotions. Just like them, like, coming out, like, Pierre coming out after getting kicked out from Q1 because of Carlos... Oh my god. <laughs> the way he spoke on the radio in English, first of all. But when he talked to the French TV in French, and I'm like watching this, and the only thing that goes in my mind is like, kids, stop fighting! Stop fighting, kids, please! <laughs> kids, stop fighting! I cannot take it anymore. I was I really felt like I was a mother at that point. I was like Kids, you need to stop fighting. Stop it, stop it, stop it. 
That's enough. <laughs> That's enough fighting. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Carlos, you apologize to your brother Pierre. Pierre, let it go. <laughs> it happens. He was like, he needs to be banned, banned, banned. Pierre. Honey, I know you told a lot of time people that sh they should not take into account what you say. Especially when you're just out of the car. Or what you say when you're in your car. But babe. It's okay. It's fine. Keep it together. Carlos, use your goddamn mirror. What the hell was that? And then all my friends were like, what do you think? Listen, I have the most chaotic trio of friends from my one friend. One that is getting slowly introduced to Formula One. But she is a Mercedes fan. Um, the other is a Red Bull fan. I'm a Ferrari fan. This dynamic trio is chaos all the time. This is chaos. And the moment Pierre was shouting on the radio with Carlos impeding everyone, <laughs> they were like, so what's your opinion? Because they know also Pierre is one... He is in the top four. He is in the four. Like, he is the, 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 the quartet. Like, just like the, the, the Twitch quartet. Pierre, Carlos, is, uh, they are both in there. And I was like, no, I don't want to make a choice. Because what Carlos did was bad. We all know it's bad. Pierre, keep it together, babe. Stop it. Stop it. I was just like, really, mom? I was like, you need to stop it. Make it work with your brother. Siblings, it's enough. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to take a side. You make it work. You solve your own issue. I don't give a fuck at this point. So, yeah. Carlos impeding everyone. Literally everyone. But I don't know what happened in Canada. I don't know if it's the track. Maybe it's the track that it's, like, very... Makes it really hard for... Like, no. Or maybe makes it very easy to impede people without knowing like you don't know that you're impeding someone but carlos come on he was in the middle of the road <laughs> i drive faster on the highway <laughs> like i'm in my car on the highway i respect speed limits but i was still driving faster than carlos in the formula one car i know it's a ferrari but come on <laughs> carlos get in your line don't stay in the middle of the road. I actually hate people that do this. Especially in like countryside roads where it's not like, like, you know, this, um, in France it's very, it's very popular, but like, I think everywhere. It's like these, these roads where you can fit one car and a half, but it's a, a double, like cars are going both ways. And so you're all standing in France because you're driving not on the left, but on the right. You, you, you all both make a common accord with the people that are driving in the same road to, you know, don't be in the middle of the road because then it's hard to pass, especially if someone is coming in the other side. It's, it's hard for everyone. We are all, like, keeping it on our right a bit more. But there are some fucking idiots that, were, that, that first of all, goes very slowly and stay in the middle of the road. So when you're behind them, you're fucked. But also when you come, like, in the opposite ways of them, you're fucked. Because he's in the middle of the road and now you need to really slow down to let, let him, like, move his car a bit on the right. And you need to struggle and you almost both 
take each other's out and end up in like the grass next to the road. Like, I hate these kinds of people. And Carlos was doing this. It is the equivalent of this, but version version Formula One. Like I was, but I cannot be mad at Carlos because the engineers don't say shit. I'm pretty sure he would have moved out of the way if he knew what was happening, especially because he did it over and over again. It was not a one-time thing. It was over and over again. So I was like, something is wrong with this Ferrari engineer as if we didn't know, because this is also our next subject, because Xavi, you better have bodyguards from now on until you get fired. I will not rest peacefully until you're out of this. Get the fuck out. Get Xavi out. I cannot take this anymore. This was... This is even worse. Like this quality session when Charles got kicked out of Q2. Not because the car was not working. It was less painful in Barcelona. That's what I'm going to tell you. This quality was so much worse than the quality in Barcelona. Like, because in Barcelona, the car had a problem. I know afterwards they came back saying that, oh, no, actually the car doesn't have a problem. I don't care. In my word, they had a problem and that's why Charles was P19. I mean, P19, of course, that was the that was an issue with the car. Pretty sure they just didn't want to make a fool of themselves. Wait a second, I need to fix something. All right, guys, I think my issues is fixed, so we can go back. So yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, the shawl incident uh, during quality. It was not really an incident, but still, like, you know, I, I, I was just so mad. Xavi, go away. For my sanity, go the fuck away. Like, wh what is wrong with you? I'm pretty sure he's just a double agent uh, who has been, like, summoned by Red Bull or something. There is no way this man is serious. Like, he is the uncle or the nephew of whom from Ferrari? Like, I want to know, is his name Xavi Ferrari? Why do they fucking keep him? Why do they keep him? Are they hiding something? Why? What does this guy know? And it makes Ferrari keeping him, and that's why they cannot throw this guy away. Like, why? I, I genuinely want to know what is happening. Make this guy go away. So for those who didn't watch the, uh, the quality or didn't know, during quality, first, <laughs> it was a little bit raining. Everyone was on intermediates. Like, it was supposed to rain. Everyone was in inters. Then no rain. So people were like, just like Alex Albon, who played the nice strategy with Williams. And that's actually how he managed to get out of Q2 and then make such a great time in Q1 too. Because the man thought like, oh, it's getting, like, it's drying. Let's go on soft. Put a time and then gone. But then... Charles said on the radio, this little guy, love him, love you, Charles, was like, um, I think we should put soft because there's no point of keeping inters right now. And Xavi, I know it's not only him, okay? I realize it's not only Xavi. 
and it's the whole grid wall it's the whole it's the whole grid um the pit it's it's the whole pit wall that need to go away like literally the whole pit wall needs to go away they they need to go they they, they it cannot say like that they need to go away like the Oh my god, this is taking me out. Like, I cannot deal with that anymore. It is too much, too much, too much. Anyway, yeah, um, I was saying, what was I saying? I don't even know what was I saying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. the whole people will accept Fred Vasseur because I love Fred Vasseur. Love you, babe. (laughs) Love you, Fred. Um, so yeah, apart from Fred, everyone needs to go away. All of them, all the strategists, get, get, get the fuck out of here. I'm a better strategist and I don't know shit about engineering. I'm way better. I'm way better. And when Shout tells you on the radio, can I put soft instead of inters, I need to put soft. Say yes. Say yes. So then it's it's Charles fault it's it's Charles fault not yours anymore. Say yes, just say yes. Okay, Charles. We'll we'll keep it like that. That's all right, Charles. Don't worry about it. Put soft. And then he if he ends up in the wall, it is his fault because he put soft when he shouldn't have put soft. You know? Like it, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. But no, 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 apparently not for Ferrari. Make life easy for my drivers. Why would I do that? What's the point of trying to make the life easier? Huh? No, we're here for pain and suffer. Oh my god. And Xavi, oh. If I hear one more we are checking, I will myself come and rip your tongue out of your fucking mouth, Xavi. We are checking. I cannot hear this anymore. I simply cannot. Anyway, let's move on. I need to move on. This is this is taking too much. This is too personal. So yeah, um, Shal didn't make it through Q1 or Q3. He was stuck in Q2 because they his team told him put interns, keep the interns, the the interns. Do not go on soft. And when he needed to go on soft, it was too late, first of all. And the tires were not ready, not on the right temperature. And you know, it was a wet quality. And during wet qualities, it is really... The timing is the most important thing. And just like I said just before, that's why Alex Albon was so... He was a genius to pull out the soft. A genius. Like so smart he was like yeah i should put the soft and if i end up in the wall i end up in the wall but you know what that i don't know why nobody like i don't know what why ferrari thought since max didn't put soft we're gonna stay in interest too because literally williams doesn't have that much money if the car ends up in the wall it's a problem so if even williams is ready to risk it at all and let like Alex Albon go through a wet quality with soft. Maybe we should do it too because oh, guess what? We have a shit ton of money. Oh my god. Yeah, and I mean, 
Carlos was not really there for for Quali at first. He was a bit. I mean, I understand. He wasn't that confident. A few hours ago, he ended up in the wall. And that's why he impeded so many people. <laughs> I'm trying to find some excuses for Carlos. And he was just being insecure and really scared. And you're gonna blame him for that? You little monsters, heartless bitches. You're gonna blame Carlos because he was a bit scared? Try to drive a car 300 kilometers. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going insane. I'm going insane. I don't even know what I'm saying. It's full-on monster. It's just my my monster is kicking in. So this could go too many ways. <laughs> this episode can go multiple ways. And I have no clue where we are going right now. So, yeah. Charles was out. He was in P15. No. What am I saying? He was P... What was his position? He ended up P10. So he was P11. P11 at first. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Please kill me. I would... <laughs> because the notes that I have, or the notes that I made um, during the, 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 like the, the actual, <laughs> the actual notes that, like I, I've done the notes live, and I said, why nobody listen to Shaw for fuck's sake? I swear to God, P11, just murder me already. <laughs> I want to throw myself out of the building. <laughs> Not me being so dramatic. <laughs> no, but I was, I, I really took this as a personal attack from Ferrari, literally. And... I quoted what Shao said on the radio, which was, the tires were not ready, come on! The same comment of, oh, come on, la putain de sas. <laughs> I think that's what he meant. <laughs> the tires were not ready, come on, la putain de sas. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I, why am I apologizing? I'm very funny. That was very funny. This is going on TikTok. Um, <laughs> anyway, what else happened in Quali? Oh, yeah, Lance Stroll being the luckiest man alive. Well, if you see it in a way, because he did hit the wall, <laughs> that doesn't start right for Lance Stroll and his home race. Um, he wasn't there during the free practice. He wasn't really good. And Quali, again, not his best moment. And... Um, and yeah, but he still ended up being the luckiest man alive simply because he clipped the wall, lost control of the car, but managed to slide for like 15 to 20 meters without touching any other walls. It seems like he was just trying to drift and show off his skills to the Canadians that were there during the Grand Prix. Literally, it looks like he just pulled up the... Um, the, the, the handbrake and just let it all slide like a, as a Fast and Furious movie kind of figure, okay? 15 to 20 meters just sliding on the side, not hitting any walls. The car was, for my bare eyes, like n n I couldn't tell he clipped the wall and lost control of the car because the car was nowhere to be destroyed. Another proof that Ferrari is cursed. Literally cursed. 
Carlos destroyed the the whole front of the car during FP3. And it wasn't even like a, a tight turn where he lost the control. Lance Stroll, I don't know which turn it was, and not that I really care which turn it was. I don't, I don't learn the turn, um, the numbers of the turn. I don't really care. But if you saw the quality, you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, sliding on the side on a very tight, like it, it, it's a very tight one. Like it is, it is not the Wolf Champion, but it is like where the lots of. There, are, it's where the ground dogs are, <laughs> and he literally slide. And I remember just watching it and be like, "How is that even possible? The probabilities? How could? No, I I cannot believe it." <laughs> I was watching it. And I was like, "He was just trying to show off. He knew he wouldn't make it pull for his homework. He was like, "All right, I might not be in Q three, but let me tell you." I am a good driver. Let me show you my skills. <laughs> and just went full on, I don't give a shit anymore. And let it slide. So, yeah. Is there something really important? Rest? Um, Not really. I think I, I said everything. Hulkenberg putting it into the front line. That was insane. That was... Fucking insane. I was so happy for Haas. No, I was not happy for Haas. I was happy for Hulkenberg. <laughs> Nico Hülkenberg. I was very happy for him. I was not very happy for Haas. I'm, I'm not a Haas fan. I love the drivers. I love K-Mag and, 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 and the Hulk. I love them. But, uh, you know, I have a love and hate relationship with Gunther. Like, he is very entertaining to watch, but I, 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 I do not agree with how he treated Michael Schumacher. Uh, no, not Michael Schumacher. <laughs> oh my god, Mick. Not Michael, Mick. My god, what happened in my brain? My I... brain was processing. He was loading. He was doing a, an update. Software update. Um, Mick. So yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of how they treated Mick. I do agree with Toto. Saying that if Michael was alive, um, that Gunther would have never, ever have the balls to treat Mick like that. That's that's just facts. And I, I truly stick by that. And I definitely believe it. And I'm really... I mean, the, the poor kid has been through everything. And when he gets to Formula 1, he gets with fucking Gunther Steiner. <laughs> Steiner. Okay, his, his performance weren't there. We all agree on that. That He's kind of like... Log just like Logan Sargent, honestly... Well, Logan does not crash the car, but it's a Logan Sargent kind of move, you know? Like, it, you just feel like they should have done more years in F2. I do believe Logan should have done one or two years more in F2, and he would have literally killed it in Formula 1. I love Logan. I love him. Um, I, grow, I grow fond of him. I really grow fond of him. I don't know how what happened since like three weeks or a month. I think I said it in the first podcast. I didn't give a fuck about Logan for so long. And then since Monaco, <laughs> since he's been literally humiliated and fucking violated in Monaco, I do have a lot of empathy for him. I'm like, he doesn't, he, he does not deserve this. 
<laughs> he does not deserve that. And yeah. Um, and, and Mick was... It's, it's a kind of same situation where you're like, I love you, but come on, do something with the car. What the hell? And, and, and I don't think that Gunther, Gunther make it better. That's the thing. I don't think that shouting and being so not mean because obviously I don't know if he was really mean or it's it's drive to survive you know we, we don't really know but from what he said in the press or stuff like that or like the way he had the balls to say on Netflix that oh yeah maybe I did not invite Romain Grosjean because he's just he does not deserve to eat basically because he's so bad you know, this kind of stuff kind of throw me off. I mean, I laugh when they happen, but then I'm like, mm, Gunther, <laughs> chill the fuck down, Gunther. Chill the fuck down. But still, um, for Mika, why, did I, why am I talking about him? I swear to God, I need to stop drinking this energy drink. All, my atten- attention span is reducing drastically. And it has never been good. Never been good. Um, so yeah, um, what was I saying? Mick, then Haas, then <laughs> Logan. Logan came up, but I didn't want to talk about Logan. Oh, Haas, and oh, I remember. Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg putting it P2. Amazing. I'd love to see my notes because since I do it live, then I, I, I do little update for myself so and that's where it came it, it goes funny so i said q3 hulkenberg what the fuck well done mate um yeah because when i do these notes i do feel like i'm talking to the driver himself you should see me doing comments through race like my best friend that watched uh, the barcelona 20, this, the, the race, the, the Barcelona, three weeks ago, she saw it with me. It was her first Formula One race, and she was, <laughs> she was shocked by how I comment, because I don't go, like, groaning, or, like, being like, oh, fuck, 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 I'm actually talking to the drivers. I know loads of people do that, but I, I talk in a way that, like, literally, I'm way too invested. It's worrying how invested I am into the way I talk to the, 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 the drivers. Like, I'm like, you need to stop. You need to stop. The wall. Look at the wall. Like, I'm doing all these little comments. And she was just watching me through race and be like, she has a problem. This girl has a problem. My best friend has a problem. <laughs> anyway, she loves Formula 1, though. That's also, that should have been in my word-stopping moment. Terry, if you hear this, uh, you're part of my word-stopping moment. She's my best friend. She's the child to my Carlos, the child to my Pierre. Um, she, 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 <laughs> she couldn't watch uh, the race, and I didn't expect her to watch it. Like She was like, oh, by the way, I cannot watch the race because I'm going uh, on a weekend with my friends to celebrate um, the end of our year, uni year. She's in engineering studies. I told her to go to mechanic engineering so one of us can make sure we get into a p- in the paddock at one day. Uh, I want her to become a Ferrari engineer so she can shake the shit out of the living shit out of this team and make sure everything goes right. Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, I, uh, she was like, I cannot do it this weekend. And I was like, because you plan on watching the race. And she was like, yeah, sure. I wanted to watch the race, but then I realized that I couldn't because I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying at my place right now. And I was like, okay, well, have a nice weekend. And then randomly at 11, when Quali was almost done, she was like, Sama, tell me the grid. Where, who is starting where? What's happening? Is Ferrari doing good? Are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not fine. I want to kill myself because that was so depressing. Quali, uh, listen, I didn't pay attention one second to Q3, except for Oscar being there. Oh, by the way, it's settled. Oscar is my favorite rookie. I love him. The more the more time we spend, the more time we spend with him and the McLaren team, the more I feel like we know his like personality. He's a little Lando. He's very Lando-ish. Very sassy. I love it. I love sassy. I love sassy kings. But Lando, we're we're on and off. Like right now, it's we're good with Lando. Sometimes I'm a bit off. Sometimes I'm a bit off with Lando. But anyway, um, yeah, I didn't pay one single second of attention to Q three, um, simply because I was like, I I don't want to do this anymore. I I just want to open my window. I live on the twelfth on the twelfth floor, and I want to jump. And she was like, "Tell me the grid. Tell me the grid." And I was like, "Okay." And I told her all the whole grid. And then I was like, "Yeah, but probably there will be penalties." And we're gonna talk about the penalties, by the way. And I was like, "Um, there will be so many. Like, there will be penalties for like Carlos. I already knew. We all knew, which didn't help me to feel better." <laughs> And I was like, yeah, there will be a lot of penalties, so don't stick to that grid. Next morning, 10 a.m., I woke up, I look at Instagram, see all the penalties that were given. They were given, like, like brownie points. This The, the distribution of the penalties has been, like, sponsored by, by Khaled or something. Like, another one, another one, another one. <laughs> Does this guy never listen to either an engineer or just don't look at the mirrors? Like, please, just like George Russell would say, you are not good with self-awareness. You you all have issues with self-awareness. You do realize you're not the only one on the, the on the track, right? Like, it, <laughs> anyway. She was asking me the next day on Sunday, like, so who are the ones with penalties and stuff like that? And I was already shocked by the number of penalties. So yeah, that was a world stopping moment. My best friend being actually now a Formula One fan. And she's actually getting there, um, having her own opinions on drivers. I'm letting her sometimes because she didn't watch Drive to Survive yet in in entirely. Like she watched um, part of she actually watched season one thinking uh, season five thinking it was season one so she was so confused she was telling me about the purposing um she was like oh yeah you know the guy that dressed very well um he's on your computer and i was like lewis hamilton she said yeah and i was like yeah he's uh, because i was asking her updates and right to survive and she was like well he, he is complaining about the cars bouncing a lot and he's he actually needed help to get out of the car and i was like the purposing problem with Mercedes 
Um, that seems like a season five problem. That that's a twenty twenty two problem. Um, and I was like, tell me more. I need to know more. What what's happening? And she was like, oh yeah, and there's this one guy. Um, I stopped at his episode. Like it's like um, because I love the title of the episode, which was um, nice guy finished last, and I was like. Oh my god, first of all, stop at this episode. You are definitely at season five. You need to go back to season one. Like, and she, and that's why she didn't like Drive to Survive. She was like, I don't really like it, I think. I don't understand because they don't really present the drivers. You don't understand shit. And I was like, but they do present the drivers in season one. Actually, season one is very, like, there's a lot of communication on what's happening all the time. And what, who is who? What's 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 the race planning like a, a race weekend? How is it planned? And I was like, what do you mean it's not well explained? Not everything is said in Drive to Survive, but still, you know. So yeah, she just started season five instead of season one. Oh, what can I do? Lord help me. Anyway, yeah, like I said, so many grid penalties. Hulkenberg got one. I was so sad. Oh, that was the worst one. I already knew Carlos would get one, but I was so sad. And it wasn't even it wasn't even because he impeded someone. He's the only one that impeded no one, but he did speed, sped off. He was too fast under red flag. And I feel like this is really n- not well done about the penalty and the red flag because I feel like having like the penalties due to spinning off during a red flag, a yellow flag happens so many times but sometimes it's so many like it's so regular to have this kind of penalties and i'm like you need to give some seconds to the drivers to actually realize there is a red flag i need to slow down even if the engineers is actually saying in their ears very loudly like red flag red flag red flag slow down slow down the delta the delta like i do feel like this penalty like it's giving too easily because there is a difference between, oh, I'm slowing down, like, proportion- proportionally. Like, I'm slowly slowing down. Or I'm actually do not give a shit about red flag and I'll keep spinning off. You know what I mean? Anyway. Um, Saints. Carlos Hot Chili Pepper Smooth Operator. Saints got a penalty. Um, we all knew it. Actually, I thought he would get like just like Pierre had in Barcelona a two times grid penalty, but I think he only impeded <laughs> Alex Albon during free practice. So they're like, okay, we don't give a shit about free practice. That's on you, Albon. <laughs> Who was starting P7? I was so happy for him. Oh my god, God bless him. I was so glad, and it was the birthday of Lily. That was so incredible. Like the, the the coincidence. I was like, oh, that's actually perfect. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, so Carlos got a grid penalty, only one. Yuki got a grid penalty. I don't know who imp- who Yuki impeded. Was it? I don't. I don't even remember. Because also another bestie fight, and I'm actually really invested. I want to know. All Lance and Esti bestie, okay, because Lance did indeed impede Esteban, and I, I was like, oh no, another bestie fight after Pierre saying that Carlos was part of his top three, 
besties on the grid and now they're having issues and Shao also telling um his top 10 drivers so his top 10 friends on the grid saying yuki and he calls him a dickhead carlos and pierre and now lands on a step out i was like oh my god kids stop fighting you need to stop fighting guys stop it stop it stop it anyway so lens did impede st bestie three grid penalty so we got four people with grid penalties before the race even started so yeah before we go on to the race i want to say that we need to do a minute of silence for the birds that had been savagely murdered by max verstappen <laughs> I saw the picture of the bird when they took him out of the wheel. It ended up on my Twitter for some reason. And I saw the picture and I was like, oh my God, that must be painful. (laughs) That poor bird. I hope the wheels were going so fast that he didn't feel it because, oh, poor, poor guy. Poor, poor, poor. Rest in peace. Apparently, Rebel doesn't, don't only gives you wings. They can decide to take, take it away also. So, yeah. I mean, it was this or Max Verstappen was literally hitting the wall. So, he made the safe choice. (laughs) So, yeah, the race. Um, Logan broke my heart, problem of engine. And every time on the radio when the team says, stop the car, stop the car, it's critic. I feel like, oh my God, the car is going to blow up. My mind always goes to the worst Worst case scenario, the car is going to blow up. Get out of the car. And it puts me in a state of anxiousness. Especially when I see them still rolling and like driving a bit slowly until they are really on a spot where they can stop. And I'm like, they told you to get out of the car fast. Go out of the goddamn car. Get away. Get away. Because really, in my brain, it's like, the car is going to explode. The car will explode. This is going to explode. (laughs) That's the only thing that grows through my mind, okay? Anyway. um, So poor Logan had to retire the car at, like, lap seven. (sighs) Poor kid. Um, Lap... uh, I've done it by lap in my... my (laughs) in my notes so yeah i'm gonna go a bit random um there's one thing that i wrote and i'm laughing already just watching the thing so i was like well done oscar because i like it typed in capitals letter well done oscar because his start was amazing he was flying through that grid and first of all he was in q1 i was so happy for oscar oscar you deserve the word and (laughs) And then, literally, after I put, like, in capitals, letter, well done, Oscar, great start, amazing, keep going. I said, yeah, three dots, never mind. (laughs) Oh, my God, that poor kid. I don't know why. This is, it's really playing. Formula One is making you go through all the emotions in one race. I was so happy for Oscar. Like, literally, so happy. Anyway. Um, yeah. We need to talk about, actually... So, I know I said very mean things to Ferrari um, just before. But, yeah. Um, 
that poor um the strategy they pull out out of nowhere really really out of the pocket the strategy that pulled out because carlos started p11 shall because of carlos penalties started p10 instead of p11 so that was something good and they ended the race in p4 and p5 my god in what multiverse are we the boldness of the strategy call they made so for those that don't remember who haven't watched the race george russell fucking crashed into the wall well not fully crashed but he really goes too fast on that corner it's not even the wall of champion george please if you want to crash in canada crash on the wall of champions do not like stay focused stay focused if you need to hit a wall it's the wall of champion no point of hitting any other wall it's not gonna call the it's not gonna be called the george russell wall so yeah um so he hit the the wall but there's a lot of debris everywhere so it's actually virtual safety car before having an actual safety car coming on the track so actual safety car everyone pits everyone pits except (laughs) the two ferraris now listen to me when i saw them not pitting i was ready to open my window and just jump i was like i'm done not again not us again why are we doing this why are we not pitting and i was really like why i was about to cry i was on the verge of crying then just the, the race starts again if you want to like this virtual safety car goes away everything is cleared max go back speeding again and and then actually they keep up the pace ferrari keep up the pace and i'm like oh my god are we actually pulling out a strategy move to have only one pit stop instead of two i think we are <laughs> my notes were why ferrari did not pit under a safety car crying emoji then you have like f- a few dots and then they say is this finally a good strategy call from Ferrari? And then I put the devil, the Greek devil um, eye to like chase the devil away. <laughs> and I put it like three or four times because I was typing this while the race was still going. So I was like, if it's a good strategy call, better not curse myself um, by saying it was a good strategy call. And I said, I am confused. <laughs> And then later, I put on the same line in big capitals later, update, update lap 40. It was a good strategy call. <laughs> I was so shocked. <laughs> I was so shocked. Um, Alonso, um, I'm, I, we need to move on. Before talking about Alonso, I want to talk about George Russell who was a legend. I was so happy because lap, it was really early in the race that he hit the wall. It was like lap 12 or something like that. Like it was really, really early in the race. He clipped the wall. 
and we think it's over. He goes into the pit lane, they fix the car, and they let him go. And like I'm like, oh no, this, this is going to be a Yuki in Baku again. That, that, that's a remix of Yuki 2023 Baku, when they put him out, but then the, the, the wheel is not fixed and it goes shit all over again, and it's just embarrassing. I'm like, oh no, don't do this to George. Please, don't do this to my George. I love George. Don't do this to him. And he actually keep it together. And like, he starts P20 when he comes back from the pit. And I blink. Focus on Ferrari doing shit. He ends up being P9. I literally just blinked. Opened my eyes again. He He made P20, P9. I was like, George Russell, the man that you are. But in the end, he had to DNF at the end. And it was kind of close to the end of the race. That was also very painful. I really, truly believed he would have make it to the point. And like, I was like, okay, P9, let's secure P9, George. Let's keep it here. We're all in, inside of the point. Let's, let, let's not push it too much. And yeah, unfortunately, he still had to retire the car. So yeah. Um, I mean, he did kind of had this toe that was really like a toe, an unfortunate toe, but it really throw back to Abu Dhabi 2021 when Latifi and, and Mick were fighting for their life for <laughs> P20 and P19. So that was Nick DeVries and K-Mag <laughs> fighting so hard that they both ended up off track. Like, I was like, what the hell is happening? We were watching it. And I was like, what is happening right now? We, why are you being so aggressive? Guys, why fighting for your life? You're both out of the point and far from the point. You're not even P10, P11, P12, P11 or whatever. You're like fighting for P17. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> just turn just make the turn and you just pull out the brakes just break stop trying to do a dick contest okay let's not compare our dick when we are actually fighting for p17 okay because this is just more embarrassing for you guys like literally embarrassing <laughs> Oh my god, men, for fuck's sake. Doing dick-sized contests all the time. Um, the last thing I need to touch upon, and then I'll let you all go back to your life. I have, no, actually, I have a few things left to say. Um, I have a lot of things to say. The whole my cup of tea. Oh my god, I will not have the time. Maybe I will do a bonus episode. You know what? I think I'm going to do a bonus episode because this is going to be way too long. You have so many things to do in your life. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's see. So um, we have two things to touch upon. First of all, um, we have the absolute certification that Esty Bestie is a Swifty. With his weird wing going like, Hater's gonna hey, 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 baby. I'm just gonna shake, 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 shake. Shake it off, I'll shake it off. <laughs> I want to apologize to all the Swifties that are listening. I am a Swiftie. For all the possible Swifties listening to this, I apologize for this really poor imitation of Mother 
Dr. Taylor Swift. And I apologize to Taylor. I, I'm sorry. That, that, that did not... Your songs are amazing and I just destroyed it. That should be illegal, actually. So, yeah. And SD Bessie fighting Lando so hard. He was like, you are not passing me. You little shit. With your little orange tractor. You are not passing me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Which was the best thing ever. Because Lando had a five second penalty. Uh, because for un... What was the name even? Like, it was a weird name for a penalty. I was like... Should... Oh, I almost speak for... <laughs> I started to talk French. <laughs> Je... Je ne sais plus. Um, <laughs> I don't... I'm... My brain is all over the place. Um, yeah, so the name of the penalty was so weird. It was the first time I ever heard this penalty. I was like, what is that about? So it was unsportmanlike penalty. Because he was um, going too slow under the safety car. Also, the FIA giving this five-second penalty to Lando literally 20 laps after. Like, come on. Tell it earlier so he can recover for that. Like, it w <laughs> Anyway, the FIA is... <laughs> they are frying my brain. They need to all go away, too. Like, they need to all go away, too. This is... <laughs> this is too much. So yeah, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the unsportmanlike behavior. This is the first time I ever hear this penalty, and I don't think I'm the only one. I uh, I think lots of people were surprised. Everyone was surprised. So Lando basically, what the FIA said was Lando was was building up a gap between him and Oscar during the safety car uh, because of George hitting the wall, and. He was putting a big gap, too much gap, especially in the turn 10. Because they were double pitting. And so it was kind of strategic for Lando to keep a bit of space with Oscar because if they double pit, so that they don't, you know, there is no Ferrari fucking up pits stops like this, you know, Monaco 2022 kind of stuff. So he built up a too much, a too, too, of, too big of a gap, and the FIA was like, "You're doing this on purpose." Fuck you, Lando. Five second penalty for you. <laughs> so I mean, that that was so out of the pocket, man. Like, I was so mad because Lando did some fucking perfect overtake. I actually vote for Lando as driver of the day. I was like, oh my god, the overtakes he has done were just absolutely gorgeous and perfect. And by the way, talking of overtake, the finish line overtake that Lance did on Valtteri Bottas was just perfect. I shouted because I wanted, um, I wanted Lance to do so well at his home race and he couldn't but by doing this last overtake he actually um well he actually ended up in the point I think like he was 10 
and Valtteri Bottas was 11th. Um, so yeah, that was crazy. And I really shouted. I was like, oh my God, let's go Lance. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy for him. Um, let's talk quickly about the podium. I just, oh no, I wanted to also give like an award of Fernando and the radio over the whole weekend. Like saying, live it to me. Like literally hold my beer. He was inspired by my new segment, Hold My Cup of Tea. Pretty sure. And he was like, live it to me. Talking about Lewis um, gaining some um, distance on him. Like getting closer and closer. Or like him saying, I want to win the race. Because um, again, for those who didn't know or didn't realize... um, Fernando had like brake issues during the race and that's probably that that cost him his 33rd win because the distance between the Aston Martin and the Red Bull were not like it was seven seconds and the oh and the overtake of Alonso and Lewis was just mind-blowing I was like oh my god Alonso I literally wrote Alonso I love you, Lewis, <laughs> in brackets. And then I say, but that overdick is just magnificent. <laughs> I'm dramatic. You should never look at my notes. Don't look at anyone. Don't look at the girl's notes in her phone. And this is like, <laughs> my notes are chaotic during recap. Like when I do, this is the first time I actually do a recap of a race. I don't do notes for the other Grand Prix. I'm fully doing this and committing myself into this um, podcast. So that's why I started to do notes because I know I have the brain of a goldfish and I would have forgot whatever happened. I don't know if I should do my whole my cup of tea moment because I really want to talk about what was happening and we can talk a lot about it. So there are two things about George, one about two. So two drama about George, two drama about Charles and one drama about an ex-wag. <laughs> so, you know what? That will be a bonus episode for you guys that I will pull up. Because um, this is way too long. This is way too long. You have a life. I have a life too. We need to both move on. <laughs> so, yeah. I hope you enjoy your time with me. Um, I hope I managed to put a little smile on your face at least. Or made you laugh a bit with my unseriousness. And yeah, see you next week. Enjoy your non-race weekend. And wish me luck for my finals. And my last project to hand in. And love you all. A bientôt.